It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. If you like a good mystery novel, I encourage you to pick up my book, Slime Incorporated. It's a modern detective story with a lot of nods to classic detective fiction. It's available as a paperback or as an ebook, as well as an audiobook through audible.com, read by the great Scott Wilcox. Pick up your copy of Slime Incorporated today, and you can pick up all my books, audiobooks, and ebooks through our store, store.greatdetectives.net. Now it's time for today's episode of Boston Blackie. The original air date, May the 28th of 1946, and this one is Mike Harlan Escapes from Prison. Let him have it. Hold it! Hold it! 
cell block A. Good. Can you get a bottle in there? They'll never get out. Yeah. Hey, Harry, look. There goes one of them over the east wall. It's Mike Harden, I think. Come on, let's go after him. Never mind. The guards in the east wall will take care of him. We can stay here. Good enough. Hey, there's the phone. Get it, will you? Okay. Hello. Guard six, six. What? Okay, thanks. Who was that, John? Station called Harry. You got him bottled up in block A. Everything's under control. But that guy going over the east wall got away. He did, huh? Who was it? Did they know? Yeah, it was Mike Harlan, Harry. One of the guys who was a guest of ours, thanks to Boston Blackie. And now, on to Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friends. Police headquarters, Faraday speaking. Inspector Faraday, I think I might know something you'd like to know. Yeah? Who's this? That ain't important, but my information is. Mm. What's important about it? Mike Harlan busted out of prison yesterday, didn't he? And you're looking for him, isn't you? Yeah, sure, I'm looking for him. Well, I think I know where you can grab him. Yeah? Where? Boston Blackie's been in the jail, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, so what? So I figured that's where Mike Harlan is headed. A couple of little scores, soon as the heat on him dies down. What makes you think so? A couple of minutes ago, I saw him hiding in an alley two blocks from where Blackie lived. Yeah? Well, why are you telling me this? I don't like Harlan. Yeah, well, if... Hello? Hello? Oh, you hang up. Ronan! Ronan! Yes, Get me a squad car, quick. We're getting out to Boston Blackie's fast. <laughs> Blackie, open up! Tell you, Inspector, there's nobody in there. Maybe nobody alive. Come on, come on, we're gonna break down the door. Okay. All right, come on, shut. <coughs> Again, shut! <coughs> One more attitude, Inspector. Okay, we got it now. Hard! Shut, Dennis. Come on, Ronald. Come on, where, Inspector? There's nobody in here. I got eyes. Maybe Blackie's in another room. Maybe. Come on, let's try this room in here. Okay, but I hope we're not too late. Don't worry. Blackie? Are you in here? Blackie. Inspector, you know Mike Harlan here. Harlan? Inspector, Harlan's got a gun on him. All right, Harlan. Grab that gun before I drop you. Drop it! Okay, Clapper. Drop that gun, I said. I said, Clapper. Suit you okay? Yeah, now don't move. Get his gun, Rollins. I've got him covered. Go ahead and play, children. Enjoy me. No, keep him covered, Rollins, while I get his gun. Out of yourself, my pepper? Yes, yes. I'd probably get a tin whistle for this. It was so hard to do. Take him in, Ronald. Get him out of here. All right. Too bad I didn't get to finish the job, Blackie. But I may be back. So long. Goodbye, Harlan. Too bad you couldn't stay longer. Well, Friday. Well, Blackie. What do you want me to do, Friday? Kiss your hand? No, but you might say thanks. Thanks for a telephone tip from one of Harlan's old enemies. I just got here in time to keep Harlan from killing you. Oh, that's right, you did. What do you mean, that's right, I did. Didn't I bust in here and catch him holding a gun on you? Yes, you did, Friday, and thanks a lot. All right. I'll do the same for you sometime. And thanks for getting here so fast. Harlan wasn't here five minutes before you broke in. Look, I didn't come up here to save your life. I came up here to capture an escaped criminal. 
Too bad I had to do both at the same time. Hey, how did he happen to get a gun on you, eh? Jealous, are they? You should be. Come to think of it, you've never been able to get anything on me. Well, Mary, Faraday is now under the impression he saved my life. So I guess I do own something at that. So do I, Blackie. And for the same reason. Weren't you wondering why I was a little late calling for you? Oh, at first I thought you had trouble getting this cab, but after all, you were only an hour late. That's practically on time for you. You didn't really mind, did you? I didn't, but the doorman did. I was outside so long, I made 35 cents on tips opening taxi doors. I'd want my cut, but uh, I'm too pleased with the way you look. I do not look any differently tonight. Maybe it's that dress you're wearing. New, isn't it? Not particularly. I got it this afternoon. It's all of five hours old. Doesn't look its age, does it? Well, it's just my size, so there isn't room for a wrinkle. <laughs> Tell me why you're wearing an evening gown, Mary. Listen, my blackie, and you shall hear. This afternoon, you called to say you were taking me to a very lovely place tonight. It is now tonight. I am dressed appropriately for the very lovely place. Well, the place isn't that lovely. Well, thank you. You're being extra special sweet tonight, darling. You wouldn't have a reason, an extra special reason, by any chance. Oh, Mary, how can you even think such a thing? Oh, that's all I wanted to know. All right, out with it. The deal to drive uptown for dinner is all off, huh? Oh, I'd say it was, well, uh, postponed temporarily. You know, that's what I like about it. Planned subject to change without notice. Too bad this dress isn't. The dress is very attractive, Mary. Well, inasmuch as it's becoming increasingly apparent that I am due for disappointment, you'll have to do better than that. Try again. Well, very well. The dress is... Oh, it isn't that good. On the contrary. What there is of it is terrific. Well, then you should have made the whistle shorter, like this. (laughs) (laughs) And now I hate to be inquisitive, but where are we going? To a place downtown known as the Traveler's Barn. The Traveler's Barn? What's that? Believe me, it's all to your credit that you don't know. It's a combination place, joint, and dive. But I've got to go there tonight. Darling, only I won't say I'm not disappointed. In fact, there's only one thing that could possibly make this situation worse. What's that? If you were going to the traveler's barn to meet another girl. Well, you should mention that, Mary. That's exactly why I'm going there. To meet another girl. You know something, Blackie? If you didn't tell me... And if I kept my eyes closed, and if I couldn't smell anything, uh, and if I couldn't hear anything, I'd swear we were at the Carlton instead of the Traveler's Barn. Mary, I think you're a snob. The Traveler's Barn has only the finest red and white checkered tablecloths. Too bad I don't feel like playing checkers. <laughs> I wouldn't want to play anything with the Marvin here. Take a look. Well, uh, to tell you the truth, I'll be happy if they stop looking at me. Darling... Must we stay here? Please give me the creep. We won't have to stay much longer. I pointed out the girl I came down to see, didn't I? Yeah. She's very attractive, too. Uh-huh. And you'd see how young she was if she'd scraped some of that war paint off her face. 
Anyhow, I can't go over to see him until that character there leaves. I'll put a whammy on him right now. Whammy. Whammy. How long do your whammies take before they work? Well, that all depends on how much on the job my private team is. Because right now I think he's probably out to dinner. Just my luck. Well, at least you're feeling better. That's something. I suppose. But hey, wait a minute. Suppose the young lady you came down here to see won't talk to you. Have you ever known a girl who wouldn't? For the sake of this meeting, no answer to that one. <laughs> but you say you wanted to do something for you. What did she want? Have you ever known a girl who wouldn't? Present company accepted. Well, Don't answer that. Hey, hey the worm is working. What do you know? That man just left the girl's table. Wonderful. I hope your genie had a fine meal. Thank him for me when you talk to him again. <laughs> okay, I will. Now, you go over there and show me how good you are. Right. Excuse me, please. I'll excuse you. But if something down here doesn't do you any good, I'll never forget you. I'll remember that. Hello. Are you Gladys Holland? Could be, Hanson. Mind if I uh, sit down? I don't, but Joe might. Only, he doesn't happen to be around right now. I imagine that's an invitation. And if it is, it's accepted. Thanks. Hey, haven't I seen you somewhere before? Now, that's a purely masculine line, Miss Harlan. You know, uh, I beg your pardon, Miss, but haven't I seen you somewhere before? The Riviera, perhaps, or Biarritz, or Cannes? I have seen you somewhere, and I've heard you talk, too. Is that important? Could be. Just in case... Well, just in case I ever wanted to get in touch with you. What about this, uh, Joe fellow? The one who might object to my sitting here with you, if he happened to be around right now. He's still head man. Ah, you're not that good, Hanson. Not this fast, you're not. Who are you? Boston Blackie. Boston? So that's why you look familiar. I should have remembered your face. I've hated it long enough. I've got to talk to you. Sure, sure, but I don't have to listen. You sent my old man to the pen, Blackie. Feed it now before you give this place a bad name. Well, what's keeping you here? If you remember me, Gladys, you also remember that I pretty nearly always do the things I set out to do. Sure, I remember that. You set out to send my father to jail, and you did. Well, what do you want from me? Congratulations. If I hadn't sent him there, Gladys, someone else would have. Yeah, well, I... Everything okay here? Yeah, Joe, I can handle myself. Okay, Joe. I want to see you in my office. Yeah, Joe, right away. Look, Gladys, I want to talk to you. Go ahead, make with the monologue. All right. Will you do something for me? Sure. That kill you for sending my old man to jail. Look, forget about your father for a minute. I happen to know you're heading to jail yourself if you don't get out of this gang you're running around with. I don't know what you're talking about. But I do. And I want to do something about it. You do, huh? What do you want to do? Send me to jail, too? I'll get lost, you. And I guarantee no one will ever go looking for you. Now, back to Boston Blackie. Mike Harlan, sent to jail by Blackie, makes a successful prison break and heads straight for Blackie's apartment. Inspector Faraday gets a tip that Harlan is at Blackie's and gets there just in time to find Harlan holding a gun on Blackie. Harlan is returned to jail. And that night, 
Blackie takes Mary to a waterfront dive at the Traveler's Barn to see Gladys, Mike Harlan's daughter, who has joined an underworld gang. He tries to get her to do something for him, but she won't even speak to him. As we return to our story, Blackie is in Mary's apartment, trying to find a way to talk further to the escaped convict's daughter. Blackie, why do you even bother thinking about Gladys after the way she treated you? Because she's not half as tough as she pretends to be. She's just in with a bad lot and thinks it's smart to do the things they do. Has she been with them long? No. That's why I've got to stop her before it's too late. Yes, but look, Dan, how do you even know she's mixed up with a girl? Is it obvious? Oh, yeah, I suppose it is. So you better tell me. Not now. But I happen to know that Joe character and his gang are about to pull something soon. But I only knew what it was and where. Well, why don't you call Gladys up and ask her? That's <laughs> a good idea. Hey, wait a minute. What? what are we laughing at? That's a good idea. Get the phone book. Look up Gladys Hall. Oh. Well, all right, but I don't get it. How are you going to get it to talk? Like this. Well, is everything okay here, Dal? Who are you imitating now? Joe, the owner of the barn. And obviously also Gladys' boss. Oh, I see what you're going to do. Let's just hope she's home and this works. Got a number? Mm-hmm. H-A-1-2-1-3-8. And kind of forget it immediately after you dial, too. Now, I wonder why you said that. Hmm. Ah, uh, Blackie, that Joe person has a little black mustache. Aren't you wearing a mustache when you talk to it? Aren't you a big lad? Yeah. Here goes. My fingers are crossed. You really on my side? Crossed mountain. Your fingers on your heart. Kind of a double cross, isn't it? Mm. Hello? Hey, Dal. Is everything okay? Oh, it's you, Joe. Sure, why not? Well, I was just wondering, see? You sure you get your instructions okay? Quite sure, Joe. Hey, uh, I'm glad you're sure, but I ain't, see? I'm nervous about you. No, I'll tell you what I'm supposed to do then. Hey, maybe you better. Well, I'm supposed to get the car at 8 o'clock tomorrow night and drive it to the Cross Creek Road and Highway 17. Yeah? Then I'm supposed to park it on a little side road off to the left. You and the boys will be on the other side of the road. There'll be a barricade across the road. And I'm just supposed to sit there until the armored truck comes along. Yeah? As soon as I see the lights of the armor truck, I'm supposed to stop my engine and keep it running between the guys that flew with the truck. Mm-hmm. Satisfied I know what I'm supposed to do? Oh, you're a good dog, laddie. But they're just a place safe. Keep away from me and the gang till tomorrow night, see? See you then, Dal. Okay, Joe. Night. Night. Did it work? Yeah, it worked, Marie. The accent must have been perfect. I should have been an actor. Well, all I can say is if you were one, you'd be a good actor. <laughs> Thanks, pal. Now I've got to make some plans to interfere with the plans of a gang of bad actors tomorrow night. What's the date, The time's the armor Right about now, Tony. Just keep your shirt on. We'll be around on schedule. We used to spit out alongside the road. The paddles started with the farm at Cape. Sparked over there in a tree. Yeah. Well, Gladys is a good down. I'm glad she's in with us. She's taking an awful chance. But we ain't on a big hole like this on our first job, ain't you, Joe? Yeah, but we had to have somebody to get the car all set to drive. The job is taking all of the boys, so we need us, eh? I'm just hoping she... Hey, look, Joe. 
Is he on the track? Good. As soon as it rounds the curve in front of it, the driver will see the barricade and have to slow down. Or maybe stop, huh? Yeah. Then we run up on it, toss the nitro under it, and boom, she split open like a ripe watermelon. The truck's here, boss. The driver's seen the barricade. Slowing down. Okay, let's go. Throw the nitro under the truck, Tony. Toss it quick. There it goes. That'll boy, that'll do it. That's it. it. She's split wide open. Come on. All right. We have the door out of the back, you guys. Beat it to the car. Come on. Hurry it up. Come on. Okay. All right. Come on. Let's go over this way. That blast must have knocked off the guards. They ain't firing at us. Hurry it up, will you? Over here, our car's waiting. Okay, doll. Just set the step on it. Okay, I'm okay. Everything go all right, Joe? Perfect. Perfect. You got nerve. Did you ain't jittery or nothing? Yeah, it was a cinch, Gladys. Me and the gang got all the dough. All right, pile into you guys. Let's go. Okay, step on it, Gladys. Okay. Back to town fast, doll. I can't wait to count this stuff. Sure, Joe. We did it, huh? Oh, it was a cinch. Sure was. Not to it. I did all right on my first job, Joe. You were great, doll. Great. Hey, Joe. Look at the road ahead of us. It's barricaded. The place is full of cops. Cops. A hundred of them, Joe. What do we do? Drive by through the barricade? No, turn back. We'll beat it the other way. Well, we can't force our barricade and that busted up armored truck. It's blocking the road behind it. Huh? Oh, you're right. Oh, Joe, what are we going to do? There ain't nothing we can do, Zal. Slow down and stop. We're giving ourselves up. I want to live a little while longer. Even if it is in jail. <laughs> Quiet, everybody. Quiet! This is a police lineup, not a vaudeville show. And I want quiet. Get ready with the prisoners, Inspector Faraday. All right. Start with the first one. Okay, All right, O'Day. What have you got to say for yourself? I ain't talking, Faraday. You will, later. Okay, step down, O'Day. Let's have the next one. That is Harlan. No aliases, no arrests, no convictions. Wanted for robbery and murder. All right, Miss Harlan. What have you got to say for yourself? I, I, I don't have anything to say. You know you're going to face a murder charge for what you've done, don't you? I know it. But you can't prove it. What do you mean, I can't prove it? You're guilty and you know it. Now, why don't you play it smart and admit it? Why should I? Because I'll prove it anyhow. I'll go easy on you if you talk. All right, I admit it. What do you admit? I admit everything. I drove the car for the gang. But I didn't know anyone was going to be killed. Honestly, I that didn't. That doesn't make any difference. A guard in that armored truck was killed. And if you drove the car for this gang, you're just as guilty as if you killed that guard with your own hands. No, I didn't. I didn't. Okay, step down. <laughs> come here. Come here, Miss Hahn. I want you in my office. Rollins, bring her over here, will you? Sure, Inspector. Here she is. Thanks, Rollins. I'll take her in my office. Uh, you take over here. Huh? Sure, Inspector. All right, sir. <laughs> What are you going to do with me? Plenty. <laughs> All right, go on, go on. Get in there. What place is this? What happens to me now? Maybe a lot is going to happen to you, Miss Holland. That depends mostly on you. What do you mean? You'll find out. Sit down. I said sit down. All right. That's better. Well, you're in sort of a jam, aren't you? Yes, I guess I am. What do you mean? You guess you are. I mean, I know I am. You know, I didn't know it was going to be like this at all. I thought it'd be smart to join Joe's gang. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be clever. 
But I know it wasn't now. Oh, you do, huh? Yes, and I should have known it before. I should have learned a lesson from what happened to my father. That's right. Look at him. He's in jail. And why? Because he was smart and thought he could get away with it. Well, he didn't get away with it. I didn't either. I know it now. A little too late, huh? Yeah, a little too late, Miss Lester. I guess I got worse coming to live in the of my father. Oh, if I could only go back 24 hours and know what I know now, I wouldn't be in this mess. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, Miss Holland, thanks to one man, you aren't in a mess. Not in a mess? What you're in that bustle for? Answer that last question, Blackie. Belong to me. Blackie. Yes, Watson Blackie. You seem almost glad to see me. Oh, I am glad to see you. I'm afraid it's too late. Oh, I don't think so, Gladys. You heard the inspector say you aren't in a mess. But I am. I was mixed up in that robbery. My guard was killed. You weren't mixed up in anything, Gladys. My guard wasn't killed. In fact, there were no guards in that armored truck. The driver set the wheel and jumped 50 yards before the barricade. They no, Miss Harlan. You and your pals didn't steal anything either. That armored truck was empty. Empty? Yes. What your pals stole was bags of slugs and a box filled with dirt. But, but, but how did It's they... all very simple, Gladys. After you told me all about your part in the holdup, uh, I... I told you about my part in... Yes, when I called and asked you to run through the instructions. You thought I was Joe when I said, Hey, down. I want you to run through the instructions, see? It was you? Yes. And after that, I went to the armored truck company, told them what I was, you know, what was going to happen. And Faraday and I framed this whole thing together. Well, they, then, then Joe and the gang haven't been arrested either. Oh, yes, Miss Harlan. They were under arrest. I've been looking for him and that gang for a long time for other things. They're going to jail. And where am I going? Out of here, Gladys. Straight out of here, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Blackie, why did you want to help Gladys Harlan? Well, Mary, remember when I told you that Faraday caught my call on her father in my apartment with a gun on me? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, he wasn't pointing that gun at me to kill me, but so that when Faraday broke in, I wouldn't be accused of harboring an escaped convict. He wasn't going to kill you. Well, then what was he doing in your apartment? Well, he heard through the prison grapevine that his daughter was getting mixed up with a gang. Oh, and he wanted to keep her from joining him. Yes, he even had her come up to prison to see him. But she wouldn't listen to him. Gee, you'd think she would have, though, wouldn't you? Her father was in jail because he was caught by the police. Yes, but she told him she was too smart to be caught. That's when he decided to come to see me. Oh, and I know why he didn't go to the police. Because all they do is send him to prison. Yes, well, he didn't want that. So he broke jail and came to see me, hoping that I could do something with it. Well, that covers everything, I guess. And so does that lovely evening wrap you're wearing. I think you so. You'll sure be an attraction tonight. Think so? Look what I'm wearing underneath. Good night. A checkered skirt and a striped sweater. What do you think you're on your way to? To the Traveler's Barn, of course. Mary, we're going to the Carlton Plaza. And I said you'd be an attraction. Wow. At the Carlton Plaza in this outfit, Blackie, I won't be an attraction. I'll be a sensation.
This is Andrea J. Graham, author of the Web Surface series. Oh, and a Madam's Wife. You're listening to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. Welcome back. Well, some really fun uh, banter between Blackie and Mary. Uh, at that level, I could listen to them all day, just trading quips back and forth. Just a lot of fun to listen to. Uh, and we also had this focus on, if not juvenile delinquency, then a young uh, delinquent, which was, as I've talked about on other programs, very typical for this era with the concern about people uh, stepping into lives of crime. And here you see this attempt to break the cycle. And I figured out what was going on before Blackie revealed it in terms of why Mike Harlan had broken out. Probably when he made the decision to go and see the daughter. But I still think it's a good idea. And the way it's written really does convey the type of person that Blackie is. Though it's kind of odd for an episode that's teaching kids that you can't outsmart the police to have that be an episode of Boston Blackie. Which seems to have the main moral that you can't outsmart Boston Blackie. Uh, though also, Faraday did show himself really fair in going along with this. And come to think of it, so did the armored car company. She helped blow up the armored car, and they were okay with it. That was probably the one really odd thing. It's like, uh, you helped blow up the armored car. Now, that's not as serious as murder and armed robbery, perhaps. But still, Blackie, I guess, worked everything out with his amazing powers of charm. Well, that will actually do it for this week. Join us back here tomorrow for yours truly, Johnny Dollar. And then next Thursday, another episode of Boston Blackie. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives. Check out our YouTube archive at youtube.greatdetectives.net. We have an ever-increasing number of radio programs organized into playlists for your convenience, as well as early availability on our video theater episodes. That's over at youtube.greatdetectives.net and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.